Hello and welcome back to another episode of What's Brewing Cisfa. What's Brewing Cisfa is a podcast produced for the California Community Colleges Student Financial Aid Administrators Association. I'm your host, Dennis Schrader. I serve as the 2021-2022 CISFA past president. And I'm Dana Yarbrough, Dennis's co-host and fellow employee at Los Angeles Mission College. What's Brewing CISFA hopes to inform and entertain you 30 minutes at a time. So let's start the show. And welcome to another episode of What's Brewing CISFA. Let's start this show with our first cup. All right, Dana, it's a Friday. Yes, so it is. Uh, you know what that means. I'm afraid to ask what's in your cup, but we have a, <laughs> there's a third cup in the room today. Sure do. We have, uh, we have one of our favorite guests of all times. Yeah. If we had the gold lame jackets or coffee mugs, she definitely has been on the show five or more times. It's Anna Faye Robinson, financial aid hey. director at Pierce College, and of course my successor as she is the 2021-2022 CISFA president. Welcome, Anna Faye. Thank you. Good morning, everybody. I, I know I, I do need that um, cup. Yes, I, I know. This one's getting old, so I need the uh, what's brewing. We will. We're we're working on that with our uh, graphic designer. Okay. So if you've all, all those right. uh, podcast listeners see our little coffee cup uh, uh, design. We'll, we'll see what we can do to get some coffee cups made here. I, I would offer Dana up them, but um, I understand her cabinets may be already pretty full. Yeah, the, the cupboard. If, if my mom sees I buy another cup, I'm going to have to come live with you, Anna Faye. I'm going to get kicked out the house. <laughs> <laughs> or if I buy one more um, a coffee appl- or any type of appliance, really. Coffee appliance? <clears throat> oh, anything, yeah. Oh, no, we don't want that. <laughs> <laughs> Look, I, I, I got to tell you, Dana, though, uh, you're, you're probably still OK, or at least you're in good company. I just was reading a Wall Street Journal article. Tom Hanks, uh, Act, Academy Award winning Tom Hanks, is selling his Airstream trailer that he's had for like the last 30 years that he's used when he's gone to movie sets. You know, usually they just rent a trailer. Mm-hmm. From a house, and you know, from a big company like you see him Ooh. around here in town called Star Wagons. When mm-hmm. you see him on the highway, he bought his own Airstream okay. b- b- back in that the '90s, cool. and he he's taken it across the U.S. to like 18 different movie sites. Um, but one of the things they say is, uh, and he's he's signed it somewhere inside and all. You get all the furniture and everything else, but somewhere in the in the description of this uh, uh, for Sotheby's or whatever it was. Um, you get the coffee maker, makers, and multiple espresso makers, and they show a drawer. It looks like all it is is a bunch of coffee. Tom Hanks <laughs> apparently had a thing for coffee makers. Oh, Let's right. just put it that okay. way. So you get I all. I won't be able to afford that airstream. I was gonna say, yeah. No, it's it's probably gonna sell for uh, because of the celebrity part alone about three hundred thousand dollars. And then you oh, said it's going to be it's going to be auctioned off. You said, yeah, he, he's putting it up for auction with uh, either yeah. Sotheby's or Bonham's, oh, yeah. one oh, of the big houses. He's nice. even selling the pickup truck that he had bought to haul it. But they do make very clear um, because of liability law, he was never allowed to drive the and like move the trailer itself. So the, it's a nice Ford, you know, pickup truck and all. But uh, he'll sign that, too, for you, too. That that'll probably be like one hundred thousand dollars. So. If you want the nice. pair, I'm just saying. But it's a beautiful Airstream. You know, I mean, 
Oh, I love Airstreams are beautiful. Airstream, yeah. All oh, well. custom all custom work on the inside. He has like a regular person's couch, you know, nice little bed, nice little kitchen, fake fireplace, everything going for it. So you know, just in case, you know, you know, we want to hit the road at some point. Why not? <laughs> well, Anafe, we have you on the show here today because obviously we just had our or I should say your first exec board meeting as the queen of the land. So we thought, you know, the queen of Cisfa. you call her, you know, we call her president, but you, you get multiple uh, titles here on the show. So Only I, on the show. Yeah. So I thought, you know, maybe there'd be some things you'd want to cover. So what were some of the big things that stuck out from you from our exec board meeting? Some big topics that are kind of going around. Well, I know we talked about, or the state chancellor's office was actually um, on our first day, right? That's the agenda, mm-hmm. chancellor's office. And we talked about the uh, our infamous BFAP funding, mm-hmm. right? Um, unfortunately, again, we, you know, we don't have the COLA for that. Yes. So we've been, over the years, we've been picked away at yeah, 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 I think depleted is a that and advocating for COLA and mm. it seems like we're not getting that. So I think uh, we really need to push that because one of the topics and I think everyone, a lot of people are experiencing mm-hmm. is that um, the uh, salaries and benefits that we have in our beef up funding is now yes. more than our allocation. Yeah, so, it's, uh, it's that eventual creep that you get yes. um, when costs keep going up you know like dana you know i have to keep paying her more just to keep her at the office oh no so she gets those regular colas and other things i have to pay for her benefits and benefit costs never go down so that's a challenge for a lot of us because i mean i'm in that boat right now where um you know, my expenses for salaries and benefits is more than my allocation. Mm-hmm. And we just got our allocation, our initial allocation for 21, 22. Yes. And of course, guess what? You had a cut. Of course, there's a decrease. Yes. Yes. So, um, and that's going to be a challenge because that means that the college will have to um, supplement or absorb supplant, that somewhere guess, else. Absorb, yeah. yeah, absorb the excess. So, we will see how this plays out. And I think it's time for us to really advocate for that. And I think we are, we have included that, uh, I may be wrong, in, including to have that uh, as a, a wish list on the budget request or something well, like that. Well, yeah, because it what is something. <clears throat> yeah, it's like a budget allocation something or okay, hold yeah, on. supplemental request. There's too many. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, too many things. But it, you know, this is the topic that comes up perennially or whenever all the time i should say because right. i did meet with at some point their executive vice chancellor at the system office uh and some other people and again having i think we had tamra and some others from the exec board sit in on this to talk about exactly what you're talking about the biggest concern is that again our buying power is going away you yes, know back is. when this program was established in what early 2000s um <clears throat> if i got this right 2002 somewhere right around there i think yeah. right it was you know the whole idea was they created this bfap sfaa funding to help colleges outreach because they 
you know, we now had $7 per unit cost for classes or whatever. And so we wanted to make sure we could get students to apply for the fee waiver. Well, that was all good and good, but I think probably if you ask me and you and many other financial aid directors, all those staff that were doing all that outreach and other uh, extra work, uh, that extra work's kind of disappeared quite a bit. Because again, as our buying power goes down and people's salaries go up, you either stop hiring extra people or they're wrapped up handling the multiple new federal and state multiple, aid programs well, yeah. and processes. And we are getting more state aid, but before uh -huh. we leave uh, BFAP, uh, BFAP funding, for those of you who are lucky enough to have some uh, balance mm -hmm. uh, from your 2021 BFAP, you need to spend the money. There is carryover authority. That's right. That's right. And you need to spend that money by June 30th, 2022. So I said uh, during your meeting, if you have excess money, give it to me. I could spend that uh, quickly. Yes. <laughs> Yeah, it's it's rare that uh, there is any, but I'm just like you in that uh, I've uh, I spend a hundred and some percent on uh, uh, Dana and my other uh, whoever my workers are that are under my BFAP fund. I don't think Dana is, but because uh, you know she wouldn't allow for it. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> oh, anyway, uh, the Chancellor's office is preparing a memo to go out hopefully soon mm -hmm. uh, with that rollover authority. Okay. What and else then, was talked about at the FAR meeting, the financial aid? And I think aid we talked about FA Tech funds. Oh, yes. Yeah. So for those of you who, again, who uh, have balances, make sure mm -hmm. you spend that because if we don't spend that ASAP, then the state legislatures will be, the perception would be you don't need this money and they're going to take it away. So I know, I know some colleges are having you know, experiencing challenges yes. on how to spend that. And I think what we talked about at the board meeting is that uh, maybe have an avenue or some sort of a webinar or some sort mm -hmm. to for us to all share out our ideas or what colleges are currently doing to spend technology funds. So I know there are a lot of platforms uh, mm -hmm. that we, uh, for like, for example, our district, we're using our technology fund, funds for Campus Logic and yes. Chatbot and things like that. And some uh, others have even expressed that they are using their technology funds for staffing of some sort that relates to technology. For example, maybe you need to hire programmers temporarily. Mm -hmm. Right, to make well, some yeah, the business thing. analyst type of people that help you uh, yeah. improve your your standard student information system, and that Correct. can be very so. beneficial to implement new processes or uh, workflows and things like that. So yeah, yeah, I mean, yeah, if people need ideas. I mean, definitely reach out to the CISA board and me and Anna Faye and such. Uh, we'd love to share ideas because I would always like to learn new ways of of how to spend money in an efficient and effective manner. Uh, you know, we, uh, at my school, I mean, this is how we upgraded a, a number of computers and bought some laptops and stuff like that. When we got our first initial three years worth of money, uh, mm -hmm. I used, I, skim, I skimmed a little bit of that off so I could do the upgrades on campus that I know I would never get. Because you know how <laughs> some campuses are. Yes, some campuses are like, oh, everyone gets new computers in a whole division. And you get new computers. But in our school, uh, you know, I have to say, I don't know if you remember, but going back to even when you were at Mission, did the college ever pay for a single darn computer? 
or did you always buy them out of beef app? I think I always used our <laughs> beef app dollars. Yeah, I used to, to do the same thing. Technology, yes. Until I was running out of beef app, and then luckily we had the FA Tech. But now comes yeah, the point that if anything breaks, Dana, I'm just telling you, uh, we may have to hit the streets. Just so, so be nice to your so be nice to your technology there, Dana. Yeah. <laughs> I was gonna say I'll just go to your campus. Yeah. <laughs> we're all, yeah, we're just gonna become a <laughs> Yeah, sure. We have excess uh See? <laughs> workstations right now. Sure. That's true. We we definitely have uh we almost have like two computers for every per- person in the office, you know, but when they're when they're not all yeah. back yet and they're uh uh working from home and uh we have some uh a vacancies and stuff like that. Right. Now, if, so, yeah. so anyway, and then, you know, we have other things that we talked about. Um, <laughs> let me see. SSCG. Yes. I know the funding um, for that now is they're not, it's like there's a new there's formula. There's a new formula and they're going to use the MIS database. Okay. And I believe they're using the prior, prior year. Okay. Data. Um, so as a result of that, we may see some change in our allocation mm-hmm. for our SSCG for 21-22. Well, I'm so good we have with to that. make sure that so so we have to remind colleges. So you colleges, you need to make sure that you confirm your data yes. in MIS that it's reported um, correctly because apparently some colleges are reporting their incorrect uh, MIS codes mm. or fund codes. So, well, we uh, found that, that affect, your, I, affect your allocation. We did that one time because I remember um, it was a number of years ago and I was going to check my uh, information on the Chancellor's Office Data Mart. Now, the Data Mart is a site that if you want to get general information about any colleges in the system, you can go type in like CCCCO Data Mart and you'll find a website. And I was checking out our financial aid data. And I found that we had like no loans. And then I checked other schools in our district. And we also had no loans at a lot of other schools. And apparently, you know, in our district, we use rot- we, at that point, it might have been days of the old information system. We were using rotating program numbers oh, for certain time? programs. Oh, apparently, we had not rotated <laughs> to oh, pick up the right one. So um, I, I let our MIS reporters at our district office know, and they were able to update it. So, yeah, it is one of those things. If you're using, you know, a different code number for uh, Pell Grant one year to the next year, FSEOG or SSCG, uh, you want to make sure that your MIS people are picking that up when they're uh, sending in the information for the uh, whatever academic year they're sending in. And also they're saying, well, the Chancellor's office is saying uh, is that to, we have to make sure that our Cal Grant information is uploaded yes. to MIS because they're going to use the Cal Grant data to allocate or to, to allocate <clears throat> SSCG. Yes. Yeah, because they have yeah. to be Cal Grant eligible. So, yeah. and then and then uh, the good news is, uh, as far as SARC reporting, I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, we don't need to do SARC reporting for SSCG. Yes. Anymore because it's because we're now reporting it in my yes. Yeah, I was guess one more uh, interminable uh, report <laughs> yeah. that had to be downloaded and then <laughs> uploaded, and it was always a case that I was on the wrong web browser when I was trying to do it. It's always one of those because it's it'll only upload on like. You know the one web browser out there, and and, and it doesn't yeah. do any other one. But it was always I know, it was and that's the one that's not that we don't even use anymore. But yes, <laughs> yes. it has to be that one. Yeah. Well, but yeah. So SSCG, I think this whole idea of being a little more formulaic probably formulaic. will be uh, you know that's a word <laughs> method, method, methodical. You know, yeah. 
Uh, it might actually be helpful for many schools if they yeah, can. Yeah, well, data-driven, you know, yes. everything is all data, 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 numbers, numbers, numbers. So, I mean, I understand uh, why they're switching it to. And I think, uh, it, you know, even if it means, even if it means that some schools will be short money, hopefully it means they'll be short significantly less money because they're getting allocated on a more fair basis. But I guess we'll have to see, we'll see. and we'll, we'll see, see more of this after maybe a little bit of music, everybody. We'll talk a little bit more yeah. about what went on yes, at our please. exec board meeting. And welcome back for our second cup segment on the What's Brewing CISFA show. That's right. It's time to refill cups, everybody. And see uh, see where we left off here. So, Anna Faye, also coming from the meeting, I know I was listening a little bit. Did you get to talk about the conference? Um, not as much. Okay. Um, not as much because there's um, we're actually having a kickoff meeting with the uh, foundation. Oh, that's right. Yes, we do have week. one. So they'll be maybe after that meeting and probably getting together key folks in CISFA board. <clears throat> um, yes, Dennis yes. Is one of them. Dana's and, one too. Uh, <laughs> and maybe knows Dana it. too. And, you know, Mike Deer. And uh, yes. I told Mike Deer that he can't, uh, he's, he's not going to leave. Yeah, he's uh, not going to allow to fade. Right. That was that He said, oh, maybe, maybe this is my last meeting. I'm like, oh, no, you're not. <laughs> <laughs> Ain't your last meeting there, mm-hmm. Mike Deer. <laughs> so... <laughs> So anyway, no, we didn't really talk about okay, conference okay. much, but um, we did talk about other things. Um, just, you know, a, a lot, a lot of state um, changes yeah. and additions, and and here's another one. I mean, if you think that you are having, um, let me see, having some hard time giving away free money, uh, her uh-huh. funds is one of them. We're getting an, an another hundred fifty million yes. for emergency wow. grants at the state. I'm like, oh lordy! It's all <laughs> the thing is, I know it's all with good intentions, but we also yeah, know, know that with good intentions come other things. We won't go there, but <laughs> it is one of there. these. But it truly is one of these things between HERF, which is the higher ed emergency relief fund for everyone out there. Um, one, two, and three. One being that first batch money. What uh, May of last year. Uh, for emergency money across the U.S., and then we got a couple billion dollars out of it. And then there was HERF 2, which was late in the year, and then HERF 3, which was shortly thereafter. Is It's it's great to have the money for the students, and we obviously got rid of the first batch of money, and we're working on the second. And the third, we've got a long timetable for. But then the state came up with $100 million, right? And then they come up with another $150. Another $150. Um, yeah, it's, it's, a bit of, it's a bit of work, you know? And especially because I don't know if every single financial aid office across the state, let alone in our own district, the uh, financial aid director is on top of it and running it. And that's, that's, all, that's kind of the, you know, the crux at our campus where it gets to be a little muddy. When I get asked for things, I'm like, well, you didn't make me the grant administrator on this, so... I can help you to a certain extent, but I'm not the one tracking all of this. So you'll have to figure out how to spend it. <laughs> right, exactly. Yeah, so, you know, so it's that was all, a- all those things. So, you know, again, our, our, our scope of work has mm-hmm. increased um, while our BFAP funding has decreased. So, uh, yeah, it's, it's, it's coming to a head now. Yes. Um, it's really challenging. And, and then we have, uh, under our second day at the um, 
CISPA board, mm-hmm. we had a guest uh, from CISA. And of course, always good to have commission us, people. Always good to have Tay. Um, and there's some changes to the Cal Grant, mm-hmm. uh, the Cal Grant expansion for California community college students. So, and uh, because of these changes, uh, we have um, requested that CSAC provide <clears throat> multiple training through okay. webinars. And Tay already reached out to me, and we're gonna schedule hopefully uh, next month in August, which is on well, okay. a few days. Yeah, yeah, right, <laughs> uh, yeah, days away. <laughs> days away. Uh, maybe multiple webinars because it it, it is changing. Um, you know, especially the entitlement, Cal mm-hmm. Grant entitlement uh, A and B. Um, they're, you know, uh, doing away with that, um, high school, uh, entitlement. The, yeah. The idea that you get, a, yeah. With the Cal grant, everyone out there, the entitlement Cal grant, which means you're entitled to get, it if you meet all the rules was like for students who just graduated high school or the year thereafter. Yeah. So, and, so, uh, and then we're, we're calling that, um, or they're calling that E3, but anyway, there's more to come on that. Mm-hmm. Um, and then um, let me see, access award for foster youth. Again, there's many uh, changes and mm-hmm. there's apparently some, um, a state, a similar to a state work study. Um, that's another thing that- um, The one for the undocumented students? I, the I think DSIG is we different. Oh, there's another um, one on top of it. There's another one. Um, it's called Learning Aligned Employment Program. Oh. Um, it's not it's not just for undocumented students where this is similar to state work study program, which we used to have wow, many, many, mm-hmm. many years ago, mm-hmm. decades ago, where we had a um, state work study program. And uh guess what? That one will be administered by the financial aid office. Okay. Yeah, I know. So I, I believe the uh college will have to maybe apply for it or something like that. So, but it's an additional dollars though that helps students to you know, uh, gain some work experience. So uh, to me, that's, that's really a good. Um, oh, it's always, I think, I think work experience yeah. is underrated experience by is, some. Yeah. And that's to me, why I'd rather have more work study and have students, you know, uh, absolutely. hire students and um, have them gain work experience. Yeah. Other than it makes extra work for Dana, because Dana's our work study person on campus. Mm-hmm. Uh, oh, she and can Dana, handle it. Yeah. Oh, well, yeah. Uh, Dana, I if I work- haven't told you. <laughs> And I was going to say, I can work with um, our uh, our Cal Grant coordinator as well. I mean, yes, you no, can. Yeah. <laughs> so, I, I, absolutely. Uh, yeah. So, uh, it's it's good. And just like the one that I was mentioning, the DSIG, which is the Student Incentive Grant for mm-hmm. our undocumented students to volunteer if they're Cal Grant uh, be eligible right for this coming school year, they can volunteer mm-hmm. and earn uh, an incentive grant. Right, exactly. Yeah, that's another one. So yeah, there's many, like I said, many changes, additions, and then yeah, yeah, it's got the Dreamer uh, incentive grant. Yes, mm-hmm. an additional, I believe, up to three thousand a year. Yes, for three hundred hours of service per mm-hmm. academic year. Yes, and uh, with this one though, students need to apply. They yeah, because there's apply. a limited number across yeah, the first state. come first serve. First come first serve. Yes. Um, Apparently there will be marketing materials from the homepage, CSAC's homepage. So, uh, we've um, seen the flyers because me and Dana earlier in the week, uh, maybe on Wednesday it was, sat in on the CSAC uh, initial like launch party kind of webinar where they talked about it. 
So they gave us some details, but there was certainly a lot of question and answer coming through the chat uh, that they weren't able to fully address. For example, like, how do you dress? Um, because it's apparently prorated. So if they're full-time, they get the $1,500. But if they're only part-time, they make it a smaller grant. But they're still expected to do the the hundred the 300 hours in the year so 150 per semester or 100 per quarter so there were some questions even they couldn't answer and i have a feeling we're gonna mm-hmm. have to get we'll we'll get some expanded uh q a from them at some yeah, point so uh that's why i mean i'm so glad that you know tame uh K- Tay, i'm sorry uh came to our um uh board meeting yes and, um and he is very open to having a specific training just for community college awesome. we do have some you know unique circumstances at times so we certainly do yeah, yeah. and then um of course we you know there was an update on selective service requirement uh-huh. for cal grant so since again i think we most of us know this but since this requirement is an ed code um mm-hmm. so cal grant and middle class scholarship uh, will still be required to register. Yeah, me and me and Dana brought up on the last few shows the changes on the federal level about the fact mm-hmm. that the drug conviction question, although it still exists on the FAFSA, is not being used for the coming school year. And the same thing, like you said, the selective service, uh, the feds are not requiring that as a uh, eligibility item. But as you said, you're right, it's, it's in law, so they have to like go back to the legislators to get this to be updated uh, if they want to uh, comply, well, not comply with, but comport with what the feds are doing on their end for federal aid. Yeah. So, and, and here's another thing about, you know, this, the waiver of verification. And then mm-hmm. we talked about the fraud. So uh, we were thinking now that the ver- federal verification waiver is there, I wonder, we wonder whether the uh, fraud uh, that's been happening all over the state is going to increase well it may uh, yeah that's a good question i think me and dana i think that was our pros and cons as i put it right dana and uh right one of uh-huh. our earlier shows of the pro is we get to move students through the process faster and avoid these problems and all but the con could be that it could increase potential because it was kind yeah. of like the one uh thing well not the only one but one of the things that you could use as a campus that if you felt we had a hinky situation you could throw verification in there and that usually would mean that that non-student fraudster would never respond right. so you're good you're, you got them done and they're yeah. not going to get money but now it's one of our and appara- tools and apparently and apparently the fraudsters are getting you know more sophisticated and uh, yes. now, oh yeah uh-huh. uh, they're including phone numbers because before mm-hmm. they were not including yes. phone numbers and they have hotmail aol kind of emails mm-hmm. but it seems like they're now including phone numbers on leg- legitimate information so you know yeah um, well it's, it's be hard to detect well uh expect to see something on this uh in the short term because i just spoke with earlier this week um, uh, one of the things I probably put out there is, and I dare you to, to read Cal Matters. So calmatters.org is a nonpartisan reporting organization and I get their daily email. And so what Cal mm-hmm. Matters does is they report on everything from right now, like the governor recall, uh, COVID and vaccinations, K through 12 schooling, uh, higher ed and everything else. But I talked with a couple of their reporters because they had been hearing about, uh, this potential fraud at the colleges. So I gave them my perspective on it, but then also pointed them to some of our colleagues that we've heard talk at CISFA meetings and otherwise of, 
you know, hundreds or sometimes thousands of potential fraud cases and how, how that's getting worked through. So um, uh, other than them doing some follow-up with some of our colleagues, uh, we might see more of that on a, a larger okay. scale uh, out there, getting the word out about what's going on. Because I told so them, you know, they, they did great. They, uh, Cal Matters did a great report or have done great reporting on the unemployment or EDD fiasco in our state. Uh, yeah. So, uh, you know, I hope, hope to God we're not that big of a fiasco in uh, uh, financial aid fraud, but at least we know that it's a, it's a topic that's been getting heard out there. So is that CalMatters.org? Yes. Yeah. Um, uh, when we come up on our next segment here, which we are seconds away from is a musical fade oh, up soon. Uh, I'll make it my idea you too, uh, for everyone. So in fact, just like that, Let's slip a little bit of music in here and move our way along. And just like that, we are back for our last segment of the day, our last sip segment. Or we could call it maybe uh, Dana with a last slurp segment be more <laughs> yeah that's what it sounds like yeah i you know look free look when you look for free sound effects you kind of go you with get, what you hey, get you get what you get huh until yeah, i can exactly. make one myself or you can uh make one for me you and your multiple coffee cups and uh tea cups and all just saying dana you know mm-hmm. you can do some recording on the weekend of sound effects <laughs> but we're in that last segment so uh it's a i dare you to selection so i'll throw mine out there first so calmatters.org and i'll throw a link into the show notes um again they do a daily email they keep you up to date on anything that's california related and a little like the emails we get from our state system office with links to financial aid specific stories cal matters will also put in links to stories out through the uh, LA Times or uh, uh, Sacramento Bee and others that are talking about specifically California matters. So that's my uh, I dare you to. But let's go uh, to our guest of the day. Anna Faye, do you have any I dare you Absolutely. to for people? Well, you know, prior to this uh, call, this podcast, we were talking about, yes. you know, said we were asking how you're doing. I said, I'm fine. But then I go, oh, my God, I'm so tired. And, you uh-huh. know, there's many, many challenges. And then we said, oh, we should, you know, I can't wait to retire and all that stuff. And then, then Dennis says, oh, I quit. And then I said, well, that's a nice, I dare you to. <laughs> I dare you to quit. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm not saying that, but I'm just. I don't know. It's just, it's TGIF. I'm sorry. Yes. <laughs> so you're, I'm going to write down in my notes. Anna Faye says, everyone enjoy your Friday. Enjoy And your, Friday. your enjoy weekend. Your I'm sorry. I did. <laughs> but you know, with all these different challenges, I see yeah. it. It's, it's, hard. It's, it's fun to work with all of you mm-hmm. uh, in the financial aid world. It's always mm-hmm. fun. Right. Food, fun and financial aid. That's what we call it. That's right. Mm-hmm. That's right. So mm-hmm. I don't really have a dare to I dare okay. to today. Uh, again, I thought that I we didn't have enough to cover. Yeah. Um, since you only told me about this like two days ago. Um, oh, but, but then yeah, we yeah. talked about quite a bit. Yes. <laughs> I wanted to know what because, again, I was unfortunately uh, predisposed for multiple. I had like four things booked at the same time, shed two of them. 
I still had to do a presentation while I know most of our uh, exec board meeting was going on. So I wanted to make sure if I missed anything, others missed anything. Yeah. We got it here. Well, Not you know, problem. there's a nice idea too, because again, you know, mm-hmm. with their association, you know, this is a volunteer organization mm-hmm. and we do need a lot of all of your help. So I dare you to volunteer. Yes. Yes, please. We, we welcome everyone. It's a fun and enjoyable time at CISFA. Mm-hmm. So uh, please. Um, and I think without all the associations like CISFA and CASFA mm-hmm. and all the ASFAs out there, um, uh, it really um, shaped where I am today. And um, yeah. So I got to, you know, um, meet wonderful colleagues, form friends, and anyway. So I like all of that. I like all, all of that. that. Yeah. So definitely. Dana, how about you? Do you have an idea you two for everyone? Yeah, yeah. Um, kind of going along with uh, Anna Faye's yeah. Enjoy Your Friday and Your Weekend. Um, you know, everybody take care of yourself. Um, you know, especially if you're... Um, you're transitioning back to the office. Yes. Um, and maybe you're feeling some type of way. So, you know, make sure you take care of your mental health. And yes. You know, um, and absolutely. Just, it's, I mean, and it's okay. You know, sign off for the day, you know, well, that's I, know I'm not, I know I'm not a supervisor or a manager, wow. but I'm just saying, you know, just take some time for yourself. <clears throat> go get that massage. Go get that pedicure. Yes. Go get that manicure, you know, you know, take a walk outside and then you know if you if you feel like it check out the olympics because there's some amazing yes amazing athletes to watch that's so that's how i decompress is i'm you know i've been watching the olympics but yes you know we've had obviously we've had some uh some interesting things happen in the olympics we've obviously yeah, you know uh uh poor miss simone biles had to mm-hmm. uh ditch out and it's understandable because if you've seen the videos of her practices afterwards, yeah. she might not be into it. But again, someone stepped up that in a sense, yes, sometimes Suni Lee, Suni Lee. Yeah, yeah, stepped up and won the she gold did. for America still in the overall. Uh, so mm-hmm. sometimes by uh, this is things that people always forget. Sometimes by us stepping aside, whether for ourselves or for others, we offer up opportunities mm-hmm. for other people, just like, you know, uh, you know, I'm sure, Anna Faye, it's hard for you to see this, but I'm sure the retirement of your financial aid supervisor or assistant director, however you want to call it, um, offers up that opportunity for someone new to come into the position. Right, someone yeah. new to um, step in, shine, yeah, and rise up. Uh, yeah. learn and grow. And yes. again, you know, we're here, uh, we're thrown in in financial aid here. It's, 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 yeah, we will make mistakes and trust me. You and I, Dennis, right? We made yes. so many mistakes. Yeah. Funny. But we learn from that, and that's how we grow as a person. And so we need to, you know, uh, give everyone a chance um, to step up and, mm-hmm. and shine and be good at what they're doing. Yeah. Whatever role that may be. I'm all and with then, you. Again, all with, of with all of us here at CSPA, we're here to help. Yes. Yeah, so everybody, get yourself involved with CSPA. For our non CSPA folks who are out there, um, go join another organization. There's plenty of local ones, fraternal ones, religious ones, you name it. Find somewhere where you can fit in and help your fellow man or woman. But guess what, everybody? This is all we have time for today. We finally ran out of time. Yeah, I can't believe that. I know, but don't worry. There will always be other episodes and some way or another we'll 
bring Anna Faye back again. So I want to thank our guests today, CISFA President Anna Faye Robinson and my co-host Dana for joining us today on What's Brewing CISFA. And of course, thank you, our audience, for tuning in. And everyone, if you have something to say or you have topics you want us to discuss, email us at wbcisfa at gmail.com. You can find this and all What's Brewing CISFA podcasts on Google Podcasts, your Apple Podcasts app, Spotify, Pandora, iHeartRadio, and the TuneIn app on your Amazon Echo by using Alexa. What's Brewing CISFA is a production of Studio 1051, a creative collaboration of Dennis and me. This has been episode number 110, recorded the morning of Friday, July 30th, 2021. Have a great day. And have and a, have great a great weekend. weekend.